This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello and welcome to the Independence Daily Travel Podcast with me, Simon Calder. It's Tuesday the 8th of August and I've got some mostly good news about trains in America, which is actually quite a rare thing because there isn't very much The American Railroad, of course, transformed a nation, linked it all together. But starting, I guess, in the 1950s, when you had mass car ownership, you also had expanding opportunities to travel by air. The railway was just left behind, and that's where it has remained. Amtrak, the National Passenger Railroad corporation was set up to um, try to rescue things in the 1970s all it's done really is take billions maybe even trillion now dollars from um, taxpayers and run a pretty um, dismal service in my experience all the people who work on the railways are great but the rolling stock they use is lousy everything's really slow the one thing you can say about it is that the fares are low anyway As from next month, uh, September 2023, there is going to be a transformation in one of the most important states for British visitors, and that is Florida, the Sunshine State. There is a line which has actually been in place for about five years, running from Miami via Fort Lauderdale to West Palm Beach, um, about 50, 60 miles or so along the East Coast. And that's really handy in connecting those places. It's run by Brightline for a time. It was actually known as Virgin Trains. Um, But uh, Sir Richard Branson has divested himself of the interest in that. The great news is that they have been working very hard on an extension to Orlando. So you will then have the two main cities for British visitors to Florida connected by rail. Um, It's mostly good news, as I say, because... Well, at the moment, if you want to travel between the two by train, well, good luck with that. You've got the um, Silver Meteor, which leaves at uh, 10 past eight in the morning, takes um, just over five hours to get uh, get there. And you've also got the Silver Star, um, 11.40 a.m., and that takes seven and a half hours. And that's assuming things are on time. Now, those do run to downtown Orlando. Brightline will actually be running to and from Orlando Airport. But I will give it a pass on that because of the transformative nature. Uh, The journey is going to take three hours, 30 minutes. That's an average of 70 miles an hour. And you might be thinking, hang on, I could drive on the interstate at 70 miles an hour. So um, why would I ever do that? Well, because it'd just be far more relaxing, far more sensible, far better for the environment, far better for you. And the other great thing is that there is high frequency, relatively speaking. 
there are going to be trains leaving every hour um, from, well, heading from Miami. They start at 10 to 7 in the morning and the very last one is at quarter to 10 at night, which is terrific. Um, I think that will make it a really uh, attractive option because there will always be a train more or less when you want one. And if you are combining those two great cities, which I would urge you to do then it seems uh, much more sensible than flying even though you will point out well hang on if I've got to go to Orlando airport to um, get a train why why am I um, not just going to fly well try give give them a bit of a break on that um, I'm not quite sure why they didn't go into uh, uh, downtown Orlando except that presumably um, it was in the too difficult box. So what's it going to cost? $79. Yes, that's about £62 per person. Um, if you want to go in premium class with lots of added amenities, I think even free drinks, who wouldn't want that? Then you'll be paying an extra $70, $149 all told. But um, with with smart which is the 79 dollar version they do promise a comfortable business class uh 79 dollars strikes me as a little bit high um you could on that um dreadful amtrak train i referred to uh, cover the ground for 49 dollars i think though that we will see hopefully with brightline some creative pricing arriving soon so that for example if you were prepared to catch that quarter to 10 at night departure to Orlando getting in at um, one in the morning um, you would uh, get a much better fare than than $79 one way the great thing about this is that it is showing that actually invest investment and vision can transform the railways in America wouldn't it be great if it happened elsewhere at the moment the only vaguely kind of high-speed services are between um, Washington Philadelphia New York and Boston on the Northeast Corridor they are phenomenally expensive um, the Californians where they've got plenty of space keep talking about a high-speed rail system that hasn't happened and I don't know when it will the slight dampener on the new brightline services that was due to start on the 1st of september that has been deferred by it looks like a couple of weeks but even so if you are heading to florida this winter it should be up and running and i would urge you to try it just search for brightline and you will see all the opportunities that's all for now thank you very much indeed for listening i will talk to you again tomorrow goodbye <laughs>